Hello everyone, it's Olga from SEO Sly. Uh, welcome to the SEO podcast by SEO Sly. Today I have a very special guest. This is Crystal Carter from Wix. Hi Crystal, how are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm really pleased to be here um, with you and, and with the whole crew from SEO Sly. Hello. Yeah, I, I'm so excited because I like I've been following you for I think a long, a long time and like I asked you to come here and you agreed and I am so super excited about this and yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cool. feelings, the feelings mutual. Um, oh. uh, before we started rolling, I was explaining to to uh, Olga that uh, she shared a tip years ago, and I was like, "This is amazing!" and it saved my life. So, <laughs> so well, not, not not in this sort of like oh dire straits that saved my life, but it saved me a lot of time in my life, which is fantastic. <laughs> so, thank you for that. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Much. I'm happy that 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 it helped you. I originally took that tip from I think uh, Gary Ish from Google. I oh, think yeah. he was the one who shared it somewhere and I then replicated it. And the tip is to listen to whatever you're listening or to watch YouTube at a like faster pace, like two times or 1.5 times. It's like if you listen a lot, if you watch a lot, it will really save you a ton of time. So, yes, so much time. I wonder if people are going to re- listen to this podcast really fast and then we'll say, really yeah. fast, like we're going really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see. So, Crystal, if there are there is someone uh, who doesn't know you, can you like briefly introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, my name is Crystal Carter. I am an SEO, and I my job title is the head of SEO communications at Wix. So, I sometimes describe it as I spend a lot of time communicating the value of SEO to Wix users, and I also communicate the value of, of Wix to SEOs. So I sort of go between, um, and it's a it's a fantastic, fantastic role. I get to talk to fantastic people like Olga, um, and then we also get to, um, I get to contribute to our Wix SEO hub, where we have lots of cool blogs uh, with, from some fantastic SEOs, and we do webinars, and we do a podcast, and we get to do lots of really interesting things. Um, and I'm also able to uh, get involved with some of the sort of enterprise SEO activities um, at Wix, which I which I love love to do. <laughs> yeah. And and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's great, and I'm really really pleased to be here. Um, and thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and I see from your shirt you are also like uh, part of Women in Tech SEO. This is true. It's one of my favorite T-shirts. I wear it a lot. Um, And Women in Tech SEO is a fantastic organization. Um, If you are someone who identifies as a woman, I highly recommend that you join join the crew, um, as as run by um, Arish. And it's yeah, it's great. It's a really nourishing uh, community to be a part of because it's lots of women just geeking out on SEO and supporting each other and helping each other learn and grow and do cool stuff yeah and, and i'm going to have a reach like in some time too so yeah and i think like women in tech seo was the group where i for the first time in my life like shared something publicly kind of about seo so yeah i strongly recommend for any any woman to to join the group if if she hasn't hasn't done that yet absolutely Okay, so I will be definitely asking you more about uh, about what you do at Wix, but can you tell me like briefly about your history of SEO? When did you start? Like how 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 it all started for you? So once upon a time, I was sat at my compact presario. No. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, way back in the day um so yeah so i've been online since like the days of dial-up since pretty much like like aol and like way back way back then um so, uh-huh. like uh just poodling about um but uh i was somebody who was really uh really interested in um in marketing and lots of things and basically like I was somebody who was always given the website to look after and uh, given like the social media to look after. And I was sort of doing SEO and I didn't really know that it was called SEO. Um, I was doing marketing, I was doing it and, and, and they, and I was always put in charge of the website. And, um, and then I started like refining and refining and refining and like, and getting more and more into like the SEO, SEO nuts and bolts. So um, I think I probably got stuck into, I used to do a lot of like, uh, I had a, a terrible blog that I used to try to get people to come to back in the days of Google Plus. And, um, and I remember trying to get people to come to that and building, building uh, websites and different things there. And I've always been, I've always worked for, um, for larger organizations, but I also did some stuff working with smaller, smaller groups, um, uh, or smaller businesses. And then I, I, I did a little bit of freelancing, 
Um, and through all the time I was always doing, I was always doing stuff online, but then I, I started working for an SEO agency focusing specifically on SEO and and focusing specifically on, um, technical SEO. And, uh, and I've been just really, really into it and really online all the time, um, sort of, sort of getting, getting into all of that. Um, and yeah, I've also do a lot of speaking and um, writing and working with different organizations. And I've been really fortunate to to work with some great organizations like Moz and Google and Wix and um, and um, Search Engine Land and things like that. So yeah, it's it's been really interesting um, and really varied. And I think I rambled a bit there, but <laughs> but I but yeah, it's been it's been quite the journey. And I think one of the things I love about about SEO is that almost all of your experiences are valuable. So um, I've done some stuff where like just in my own time where I've like worked in events sort of things, um, sort of, you know, like been involved with with events as a volunteer. And then I've had clients who were oh. working in the event industry. And so that was really valuable. And like oh. the time that you spend searching online, looking for different things, um, you know, helping your mom <laughs> to find something or whatever it may be. Sometimes that, that information also is valuable. So, you know, if you, if you have like, I don't know, talking about your mom, like you, you smiled when I said that. <laughs> so I'm guessing yeah, you help your I mom know, online I know, as well. I know the pain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes they can't find things online. And like, that's useful to know. Like, it's useful to know that like, that certain people will travel, you know, will navigate the the internet differently. Like not yeah. everybody's using search operators like we are. Some people, you know, I have my, my aunt, for instance, doesn't even have the Chrome app on her Android phone. She just uses the Google Discover. Like she uses she uses oh. that to buy. I know. I was like, I was like, oh, how okay. do you find anything? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so she just goes through through goes through that one. Um, which and and I and yeah, there's some people who who almost entirely use voice search because you know they've got poor eyesight, and then there's some people who are using Alexa all the time with their kids and things like that. So it's very important to pay attention to to what's going on in different spaces. And I find that really really interesting as an SEO that you're sort of always got your sort of like you're always sort of scanning, paying attention to how yeah. people are engaging online and how people are engaging even real in real life with sort of digital digital tools. I remember being at a, at a shop and they had a, the, the price was digital. So uh-huh. the, so I think, I think it was like Best Buy or something in America and the price was digital. So, so there was, you could see there was a QR code that was generated, but there, but, but presumably the price, the price tag would have been like centrally programmed and they can just change it whenever they want. <laughs> so oh. they can change the QRO, QR code, whatever they want as well. And I, uh-huh. I'd not seen that before, but I, but I thought that's really clever. That's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and again, I was like, oh, well, you could do this and this and this and this and this. Yeah. So for example, my mom knows that I am like trying to figure out what Google is doing and she's like using Google all the time, but somehow some time ago, like, totally she wasn't even aware that she started she was using bing somehow she migrated to bing without knowing that and i noticed that oh you're now using bing and so so yeah this is kind of like the difference the difference yeah it's fascinating and do you know what i find it being really interesting because i don't think bing's that bad like lots of people talk about bing and but 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 and those people are like boo bing but actually like nine times out of ten like I mean, between me and the lamppost and everybody else who's listening to this podcast, like nine times out of 10, Google's copying Bing's, Bing's homework, like actually. So you'll see something on Bing and uh-huh. then like later on, you'll see something very similar on oh. Google. <laughs> I was like, um, so I think like some of the um, some of the stuff that we talk about, like some of the more rich, richer search results, um, like, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, we're adding like all this multimodal search. If you go on, on Bing, they have all kinds of stuff. Like if you look up like yeah. a lion, a lion, like what is a lion on, on Bing? They'll show you like a map of like the whole, like their their entire, like where they roam. And they'll show you like a, 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 the lots of things coming from, from, uh, from lots of things coming from Wikipedia. And they'll show you lots of sort of things. And then later on, Google added in a lot more of those sorts of elements. So sort of those accordion drop downs that have more, more information about, about, you yeah. know, sort of head terms and stuff. So yeah, Bing is interesting. I think it's also interesting to like think widely about those spaces as well. Yeah, yeah, and and I have like a story. It is a very anecdotal story about about Bing. So, I I write those in depth, long long tutorials, and usually for those keywords keywords kind of topics entities I target, usually those like the most authoritative authoritative sites like rank like Ahrefs, Semrush, 
So it's hard to compete with them, even though for some topics, I think I have like my guides are more up to date or are, are more extensive. And in Bing, I am usually like the first, first place. Really? But, but in Google, like it's like, for example, Google search operators, I have this guide and I like, I totally have beaten this to death. And in <laughs> Google, it's hard for me to get to page one. But in Bing, like, no, no I haven't checked that recently, but at least like, some weeks ago, it was like Bing kind of recognizes. It looks like Bing maybe, at least in this case, pays less <laughs> attention to, to Link's authority than, interesting. than Google. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very interesting. And also, I think I think the other thing that's interesting about Bing, Bing is that like Bing has their whole, they're, they're just desperate for anyone to pay any attention to them at all. And so they're happy to share all of their algorithm stuff. Like yeah. they'll share like everything that they're doing. This is exactly how this works. Like, please come and find out about multimodal search on Bing and they'll tell you everything, anything yeah. you, want, you want to know. Um, and, and Google can sometimes be a little bit like, well, you know, make good content, um, sort of, you know, and they've, and they've added more information like recently. Helpful but content, yeah. Right. But sometimes, sometimes, you know, they don't, they, they hold their cards a little bit close to their chest and there's, there's I'm sure there's plenty of reasons why, but, um, but yeah, I think Bing, Bing will happily tell you all of that sort of stuff. I think, um, yeah, I think it's very, very, very interesting. I think also, um, I, that's one that I, uh, one, one thing around Bing that's, that's great also is their webmaster tools are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they're really your good. Site. Yeah. Yeah. And I they'll tell them. you like, this is broken. This doesn't work. The other thing, and the other thing that's really good is that like they they show all of the feeds. So if you have like an e-commerce site, they'll show you every single product feed that's on there. And for some uh -huh. for some websites, like there'll be like multiple feeds, so they'll make a feed for for each category or something like that. And you can see if there's a category that has like one, <laughs> one okay. like that's like a feed a feed of one, uh, <laughs> which like that's a waste of everyone's time. Like that yeah. that one shoe <laughs> needs to come out of that feed. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's that's a nice, nice insight. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you were to say, so how many years are you into SEO? Like, if I so I've been working in marketing and SEO, like doing SEO for probably like nearly fifteen years. I'm I'm oh. older than I look. Sometimes I tell people like people think I'm like like uh, fairly twenty-seven. No, <laughs> no, 29? I'm not young. I'm just immature. Well, I'll take that, but I'm not. I'm not. The, the, well, yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was thinking that you are way way younger than me but yeah mm. okay <laughs> so uh, 15 14 years that that's a that's a lot of experience so yeah it, it's it, it's it's very nice so you can definitely like um, share a ton of a ton of experience a ton of tips with us and uh, what's so what's your like specialty it, is it like technical seo because i see you also talk a lot about like serp features this kind of stuff so so tell me like what's your what's your thing in seo so the thing I really love is is SM is technical SEO. I love getting into that that sort of elements, and I also really really love like I I tend to be fairly business focused, so I'll, I do a lot of talks um uh, around SEO. But and people say, oh, you do a lot of topic of like a lot of different topics. Well, that's because if a client comes to me and says that they want something or that they want help online, I think sometimes people will will do what they always do. They're like, oh, you know, I'm really good at this, and so that's what I will give them, you know, and. And I think that, that that's great. That can be really, really useful. Um, but I I tend to be very, very like like solution solutions led. So if there's if there's if the issue is that the that the client needs content, then we'll see we'll find us something that helps them with content. If the issue is that the client needs technical issue needs technical support, which is almost always the case. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay. Then, um, then that's that's where we focus. And one of the reasons why I, why I really like technical SEO is because is because it's fairly cut and dry, like whether or not like it works. Like so, so if somebody's having indexing issues and they've got this part of the site that's not being indexed, but it should be indexed, then you can fix that. That's done. You fix that, and then you move on to the next bit. If you have if you have a situation where their sitemap is is ropey, then you can help them with their sitemap. If you have a situation where um where you know they don't have schema markup and they should have schema markup and like that sort of thing, then you can add in and those those things. If they have part of the site that's not rendering and it should be rendered, then you know you can crawl it, you can you can test it, you can test it again, and then you can then you can move on with those things. So I think the thing I like about technical SEO is that is that it's it tends to be it tends to be less of a like how long is a piece of string. 
uh, kind of kind of activity than uh -huh. than content content SEO. And then this is not to belittle content SEO at all because like it's hard. Like I find it yeah. really difficult. I know people that that are content writers who are like, yeah. I'll just write like seven articles this week. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> um, but whereas if somebody says like, oh, can you audit this website? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I can, they can give me like two hours and I can come back with like 17 different points that they should be actioning and like different things and that sort of stuff. And like that, I find like I, that I can do really, really quickly. Um, and people and people and I can and I can pri help prioritize prioritize it to work with the business objectives like pretty quickly. I find that, I find that fairly intuitive where we say, well, what, where is, where do we want to go? What are the things that are wrong? What are the things that we should do first? Because I, I personally like to have, I like to have a thing to do. So, so I don't like someone okay. saying, I, I don't like it when someone says like, oh, this is broken and that's broken. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. what do we do about it? Like, it's like, I, I, you know, I could tell, I could tell somebody, I could tell somebody that, um, that their car was broken, but I can't mm -hmm. fix it. Like, I'm not a mechanic. I can't fix the uh -huh. car. But so the value is to be able to, to be able to find, find a way to get them, to get them closer to having it fixed. Um, and, and that, and, and also to enable, enable them to do that. So one of the things that I, I think that I tend to be very, very good at with my, with my clients and with my projects and things like, like I say, doing a lot of projects with the team, with the teams internally as well, um, is identifying like when we, when we, when you do an audit, you find any issues and then you say to them, what does your team look like? <laughs> say, it's like, is it you making these updates? Yeah. Or is it like a team of people making these updates? Do you have a consultant? Do you have money for a consultant? And if they're like, okay, it's me making the updates, I'm like, okay, then you should do this, this, and this. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're like, if I have a consultant, <laughs> right? If I have a consultant, then it's like, okay, I'm gonna then then you need to do then then or I have devs or something and say, okay, we'll give the devs this, this, and this to do, and then and then the thing actually gets done. Whereas sometimes I think like I've seen audits and stuff where people get you know, reams of lists of things to do, and there's no way they're going to do any of them. And they'll just turn off. They see 50, like a list of 50 or 60 things that they can't possibly conceive of how to fix them. And you've given them no roadmap for how to, how to fix them. Then that's just not helpful for anyone. So I think, um, I think what I've seen success, success for in, in the past and, and uh, is to be able to identify issues, to identify ways to, ways to move forward um, and to identify the, those things that are most, most productive. And they tend to be, um, I tend, I tend to go for, um, for technical, technical SEO, um, wins because I know that people say, oh, SEO takes three months to, to see results, Unless. but with, right. But with technical stuff, sometimes it can be like the same week, yeah. like the same day, even yeah. sometimes like, for instance, like, um, like with like, schema stuff sometimes I've seen how to we implemented the how to then we have re recrawled the page we set, set it up and then it's like oh there it is it's on the SERP it's on the SERP now like sometimes that happens I'm not saying that every time but sometimes it happens um yeah, and you're, totally. you're nodding <laughs> yeah I'm nodding because I'm like 100 uh, percent percent agree ag agreeing with you because like like technical SEO is also my thing I like it because it is like I have my own checklist which I update from time to time and it is like either black or white in many cases so i i really like like that and i i totally like that approach as well yeah. so maybe you can tell me more about your audit process like tell me how how do you how do you approach that how do you start what tools do you use yeah so normally if i'm auditing a site um i'll run it through screaming frog like standard um, and, um, and so, so I'll run it through Screaming Frog and, and I'll have a look through and I'll, and it has, Screaming Frog has like a, an, an error report, uh, like you can, you can, you can extract an error report and, and I'll sort of like just run it through and then see what, see, see what I see, like see, see what flags, like what, what's being flagged up quickly. Um, and then I will, and, and then I'll start going through, through the things that are being flagged. Some of the things you don't need to pay attention to at all. <laughs> like some of them yeah. are not a big deal. Um, and some of, some of them you do. We also, and, and then also I'll tend to have a look at, you know, some of the structure things. So I'll have a look at the robots.txt. I'll have a look at the, the sitemaps and make sure that the sitemaps make sense, make sure that they're dynamic, um, yeah. make sure that they exist. Um, <laughs> they exist, yeah. <laughs> 
which like on Wix, we have a built-in sitemap that's dynamic and, and, and kept up to date and, and all of that sort of yeah. stuff. But on some self-built websites, I've seen it where like there isn't one, there isn't robots. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and it's just sort of, I think it's one of the, one of the benefits of, of like something like a CMS like Wix is that you're like, okay, well, I know that that's there. And I know that it's correct. Um, and then if, and then I think we want to think about like what kinds of issues they're having. So for instance, like one thing that happens a lot um, and it's been happening a lot recently, a lot of people have been talking about it is indexation and yeah. people will have, will have pages that just aren't getting indexed. And so they'll see, they'll see that, you know, there's a lot of pages that are discovered, but not indexed. So it's worth looking at which pages are being discovered, which pages are indexed, which pages are in the sitemap, which pages aren't in the sitemap, um, and diagnosing which, which things are there. Um, and then I think it's also worth, um, and so, yeah, I'll go, I'll go through that one and just, and basically just try to, try to address which, which issues we have, have in there. Other tools that I use are SEMrush, um, and Google Search Console and Bing as well. I tend not to rely on a single crawling tool to assess yeah. an issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because they all crawl in different ways. Exactly. Yeah. So and different, you have different results. I usually also also use like Sidebulb sometimes, Jet Octopus, depending on the size of the site. If, if the site is like millions of pages, then right. I will not necessarily set up two desktop crawlers. Right, right, because yeah, because yeah, that'll take up your whole all of the RAM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I will have to like use a different com computer. Yeah, yeah, definitely. right, precisely. And I think also deep crawl, or it's not deep crawl. Bloomer now. Bloomer's, yeah, yeah. Bloomer's tool is fantastic. It has a lot of different elements on it that that you don't see in other crawlers, um, and you can sort of configure it. Oh, the other thing that's really important to remember when you're looking at when you're looking at your crawl is how your crawl is configured. So sometimes. Yeah. For instance, on, on SEMrush, they'll, they'll be like, oh, you're 100%. And then you look at the number of URLs and it's 100 URLs. And that's no yeah. good at all. Or um, it's one, or just homepage <laughs> and screaming frog. Right. And you're like, cool, well done. <laughs> um, and it's also worth comparing how many URLs are in your sitemap and how many URLs show up in your crawl because yeah. they're different things. Um, and sometimes that's, that's deliberate. Sometimes like you will only put in certain pages on your on your sitemap. Sometimes it's not deliberate and it means that you've got an issue like some that somewhere. Um, so that's worth looking at as well. Um, but yeah, I think I generally I generally run a crawl across um, across um, across a tool and then and then find anything that's flagged um, and find anything that's fixable and, and then and then like getting into like the how you fix it, how to prioritize it. Um, and how to explain it to whoever <laughs> you're giving yeah. this information to. It might be that you're explaining it to devs. It might be that you're explaining it to clients. If you're explaining it to clients or project leads, then you're going to want to think about like making sure that it makes sense to them in like exactly. plain English like, or plain language um, so that they know this needs to be fixed because Google can't see your pages if you don't. Like, <laughs> For example, yeah. For example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I've recently not maybe not recently I've started like because when I when I when I get a new client I want to I'm like about to do an audit I'm now sending the form and in that form I have like this question who is going to be implementing the changes because be before that I didn't have that question and yeah and sometimes it it's it was like it was me implementing changes so if I'm going to implement the changes which I rarely do <laughs> then I will <laughs> I will be careful with, with my recommendations, yeah. <laughs> but I think also if you're going to implement the changes and you won't spend that much time explaining yeah. how to implement the changes, you can spend more time saying, this is why we should implement the change and I'm going to do that now, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like, yeah, if you, and and I think uh, I tend to add, when, I, when I'm when i making recommendations, I will tend to add um, add notes and add resources. So for, for instance, if there are, um, if there are, if, if there are, are notes where you can, like if you're, if you're working on a CMS, for instance, that has, that has um, documentation, then if the, let's say the, the, the recommendations are going to be implemented by, a, by an exec, right? So let's say you have a company and like they're, they're a company and they're using Wix, for instance, and you're like, okay, you need to update your alt tags for your images, for instance. Um, then, then with that, I'll, I'll say, okay, these are all these are all of the all of the alt tags that need to be need to be fixed, and here is the documentation for how to fix that. Yeah. Um, here is the video for how to, how to fix that because I don't have time to explain to you every single thing. However, somebody already has, um, and so exactly. here you go. 
enjoy <laughs> so, that, so that it makes sense. Um, and I think someone, you know, I know that you've, you've got a lot of training resources and a lot of knowledge resources. So, so that means that you're able to refer people to that, that information as well, which I think is really great. Yeah. And I also like add a lot of links to Google documentation because they have like perfect documentation for sitemaps, for robots text and, and, and yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. And how, and for- yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, and for what, for what they need. So for instance, like you, like uh, if you think about like schema markup, you can have valid schema markup that isn't the kind of those kind of schema markup that Google wants necessarily. Yeah. So you can be valid on the, on, you know, validator.schema.org. And then, and then you put it through rich results and they're like, nah, <laughs> like, yeah. and, you, and you haven't done anything wrong, but it's not the way that Google wants it. So you have yeah. to like make sure that if you yeah, if you're trying check to work on Google, check what's in GSC if you are in those enhancements report, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you what your audits, uh, what does your audit look like? Like, what's the deliverable? Do you like deliver it in the form of a like Google Doc, Excel sheet? Like, I'm interested. Okay, so the way I normally do the way I'll normally do an audit is um I will have I will have a sheet that I will have a sheet that includes like the things that I found, <laughs> um uh so the, the issue that I found like a description of the issue that I found um uh what priority it is uh huh um like like yeah. so if, so if it's like if it's like you have no sitemap that's high priority it's like you should fix that um and if it and and then I'll put like the estimated time to fix it. So, oh. so for instance, if it's like, so it's, if it's like, um, like if it's, for instance, if it's, um, if it's like, like on Wix, for instance, we have like a way where you can sort of toggle on your, on your indexation. So you can either make a page index indexable, uh-huh. or you can make it not indexable with a click. So if I'm saying that if I look through the thing and I find out that this page isn't indexable or isn't, is, isn't, isn't indexable and it should be indexable, then I'll say, then I'll say, this is high priority that you should fix this. And it will take you three minutes. So <laughs> so go in or three seconds yeah Yeah, three seconds go well I don't know if you might have to find it or something but like if you set aside five minutes you can go you can click this and then that'll be done and that's something that's high priority high value like high impact that's the other thing is that sometimes things can be sometimes things can be um can be low impact yeah Right, but low impact um, for for where they were for where they need to go, and I think it's important for people to understand the the impact because sometimes with some of the audit tools they'll be like, oh, this is really, but they're like, oh, you have duplicate content because your H one and your title tag are pretty much the same, and I'm like, that's that to fix a hundred thousands of those would take you a long time, and it's not that's not a big deal, like like yeah. it's like it's probably like. It might have an impact, but like, it's not, that's not like, I feel like that should be lower on the list than some of the other things. So I think that you want to think like high priority, high impact, medium priority, high impact, like, like, you know, this, this, and, and also how long it will take. So how long it will take is something that I think, I think I find that clients find really, 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 really useful because then they can, you know, set aside the time. And I think I always, I always put a, I put a range. So, Mm -hmm. um, so I'll say like, like it'll take you 30 minutes to do this if you know how to do it. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it, it might take you like two hours. <laughs> so just be aware this could take you 30 to two or two hours, depending on your like capabilities. Because uh-huh. like if you have to read all the documentation before you get going, like it's gonna take you a minute. Um, so I think that that's I find that people find that really useful. Um, so yeah, I'll normally do a sheet that has all of that. And the other thing that I tend to do for clients is I will crawl, I will export a lot of the elements of the crawl. So if I find uh-huh. that, for instance, they have like no H1s, right? So, or on there on a section of the of the blog or a section, a section of the website, I'm like, okay, you have no H1s, you should have H1s. I'll export all of the URLs that have that and I'll put them onto a sheet. So I'll tend to make like tabs for each for each mm-hmm. element. Um, and, and I think the clients again, find that useful because a lot of clients don't have crawling tools. Like a lot of yeah. SEOs have them, but a lot of clients don't have them. And so for them to try to pick out all of those things would be a right pain in the bum. So we'll tend to, I'll tend to export all of those things for people and then show people how to do them. Then, then <laughs> I'll do a deck that summarizes it. And I try to, and, and then I'll do a loom video t- typically of, uh-huh. of the video. So, or of the, the implementation. So, uh, or of like why we're talking about this and I'll try to explain it. And I try to keep those under 10 minutes if I can. Um, 
and uh, so that people have have that have that information and then and try to make it so that it could be shared across the business. A lot of times if you're giving an audit, um, then it might be shared with people who have nothing to do with the website. Yeah. And people who who aren't involved with it. So the person who owns the business might very well be seeing the audit but they might not have anything to do with the implementation. So if you can get, put it in it, and so I'll, I'll do a deck that has like visuals and stuff and explains the business value of why I'm, I say this is high priority and mm-hmm. high impact. And then we'll like, the things that are lower priority, you can breeze through those. You can be like, right, I also noticed that this was this and this and this were an issue. You should probably get to those. You can get to those later on when you have time, but you should absolutely do these things now because that'll make a big difference for you. Yeah, sure, sure. And do you also take care of the implementation part? Um, sometimes I do. It depends on what the client the client requests. But you? Um, so you uh, do. Sometimes I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very hands on. Um, like, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I heard. Um, okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So it depends. Like some sometimes people will just ask for recommendations, and that's fine too. Um, sometimes people will ask will ask for will ask for um, help help implementing, and I'm happy to do that as well. Um, so, so yeah, I love, I love getting in and fixing stuff. Um, I, I'm very satisfied, uh, when, when, when you have something broken and then you fix it, I'm like, yes, like, yeah. or like when you're writing the, when you're writing up some code and then you click it and it's valid or like you run it through, you know, rich results test and it, and it comes back as, yeah. as like valid and it's like, oh yeah, we it's fixed great. that. <laughs> it's it's, like, a, it's feeling, a good yeah. feeling, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love it too. I know. Okay. So. Do you have like some, uh, maybe some uh, common mistakes, some, some things you, you recommend avoiding when it comes to SEO auditing? Um, I, do you know what? I'd love to, I would love to talk about Core Web Vitals. Like uh-huh, so, yeah. so a, lot of, a lot of people with Core Web Vitals will audit it and they'll be, and the way that people audit Core Web Vitals can sometimes be like, it, it drives me mad <laughs> because sometimes people just look at Lighthouse and they don't. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Lighthouse says this. I'm like, what does Google Search Console say? Yeah. And they're like, well, it says that. I'm like, Lighthouse, like, Lighthouse is a tool. It's a tool. It's useful. It's really great. But even Google says, get your own field data, right? So, yeah. so you have to get your field data and look at your field data. And I've definitely seen pages. What the, oh, I've seen clients who get themselves into a right tizzy over pages that nobody's looking at. And it's like, the way that Google or the way that um, uh, Google's Core Web Vitals works is it goes by seventy five percent of sessions. So they rate you based on seventy five percent of user sessions. If no users are going to that page, or only like twelve users are going to that page a month or something like that, it's not going to contribute to much of your score. So don't worry about that page. Worry about your homepage, sure. Worry about you know some of some of your top blogs or your top product pages or your product category. Like worry about those yeah. things, but you don't have to worry about every single page. Um, and also, and also I find a lot of people get really confused by the, by the, um, like the PageSpeed Insights report where they, they'll, they'll only look at the bottom part and they don't look at the top where it says like passed or not passed. Yeah, that's, that's the score. Cool. Score right. is the only thing that matters. It's, yeah. That's all people look at. And it's like, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen clients where, where they were yellow on the, on the lab, te- yellow on the lab test and they're green on Crocs and they're green on the, on the user experience because um, core of vitals are throttled so they so or, or or they're they're adjusted to to be particularly like tricky to pass so they say you know we we replicate a slow 4g experience yeah. and and we make the test harder because it's a lab test but it doesn't account for some of the network configuration so like for instance like on wix we have wix we have like 65 percent of us users passing core web vitals um, across the across oh. the U.S. and mobile, I know, like we're super proud of it. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons why we get those is because of some of the network infrastructure that we have. So we have cloud infrastructure where we're based in. Where if you Google or if you go log on to a Wix website from New York, you will get served the the content uh-huh. from a server in New York. If you log on to it uh, to a Wix website in in Tokyo, you will get served the same for the same Wix website. You'll get to serve the content from from Tokyo. So it's edge cloud. Um, stuff we also have like extended caching we have like a few other things but like those things are really tricky to test in a lab test for instance yeah but we see but we see that in real life that loads of people are having some really like really great experiences so that's so that's something that i find really 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 interesting the other thing that um and the other thing is um just to shout out something is, is that we have um is is also like a lot of people don't have don't if you have low traffic volume, you don't actually have access to some of the Google tools. So you have to rely on on, um, on Lighthouse. 
um, which can be which can also be really tricky. But again, Google says like you should get your own field data. Um, if I can just like shout out something that we're super proud of sure. from the team is that we have a we have something called the site speed dashboard that gives gives every Wix user with pretty much like you can have a very small amount of traffic um, and oh. and you can and you can get your your actual field data not just from not just from Google but also from other search engines as well and it's all and it's actually based on like actual user experience and it gives you information about like it gives you information about which pages and what which ones are getting you know best what best best metrics and I think that's a super useful tool for for giving like actual actionable mm-hmm. um, uh, tools for for reporting and for and for auditing uh, core web vitals and when you're trying to find find like what to fix um, mm-hmm. in in those spaces. Yeah. So tell me more about about Wix. Like, uh, let's say I'm like I have just set up a new website using Wix. Like, what are the SEO things I can I can optimize? How the how Wix stands when it comes to SEO. Walk so, me through because I know you have changed. You have changed enormously, like over the last I don't know two three years. Yeah. So and even in the time that I joined, so I joined in February, and like one of the things that I was really floored by when I when I when I joined the joined the squad was that I was expecting Wix to be like a CMS, but it's but there's so much there's so much to it. There's a lot there's a lot built into the the, the platform, um, which I think is really great and. From an SEO point of view, like I shared the other day, we have, there's all these different tools. You can create a duplicate site with one click. You can create a staging. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, And you can test, you can do AB tests. You can do, you can do like rollout. So like, let's say you added a new, a new tool or like a new element to your, to your website. You can, you can make us, you can make a duplicate site and then you can, you can stage your rollout and you can also see the, the information about whether or not it whether or not it worked and you can roll it back if you want as well which is like awesome yeah. we all we also have um Vela, which is a which is a javascript uh, it's a node.js uh javascript tool um and basically it's called dev mode and you can you you can write code into into your wix website um you can use it to do i use it for schema stuff you can also like update oh. canonicals and things and yeah, it's really cool. The other thing that's great about it, there's a couple, there's a couple of things that I really, really like about it. One is it it checks your syntax while you're typing. So if oh. you're if you miss a comp, I know, <laughs> I know, yeah, I I know. A, yeah. <laughs> right. So so if you've got if you've got like a, you know a curly brace like some of your curly braces out of out of out of sync or you missed a missed a like a, a, yeah you missed a My comma phone. or whatever, yeah. it's like it's like no, you didn't do it right, and it won't let you submit it until you do, which is amazing. The other thing is that like while you're typing out your stuff, it gives you like it'll give you your variables. It also highlights as you go. So, for instance, if you're like let shoes equal this and this and this, if you haven't put shoes into your code lower on as an actual variable, then it won't highlight and it'll tell you that you haven't put in this variable. So it's amazing. I love it. I'm like a mm-hmm. I'm like a JavaScript newbie, but like I absolutely love it, and I think it's super great. Great. The other thing it does, my last is it um it has like a pretty fi thing, so you can click it and it'll make your code all pretty. Oh, <laughs> I that's know. Nice. I love it. Um, and then also we have our, we also have like our whole suite of like Wix SEO like tools. So we have like a sem- we have a Semrush integration where you can like connect your um, keywords. We have uh, people ask a lot: Is there a Wix SEO plugin, or are there SEO mm-hmm. plugins for Wix? But like, we kind of are the Wix SEO framework does a like a lot of what a lot of other other plug- things you have to pay for plugins to do. So when you get a Wix West website, it includes your domain name, your hosting, um, your hosting, which is like top tier, like amazing hosting. Uh-huh. Um, and also, and also you, and also you get your, um, you get all the Wix, Wix SEO stuff included as well. We have a Google search console, um, integration. So when you, when you go to set up your SEO stuff, they have a checklist for your first page for your homepage. And then if you get to the end of the checklist, you, it says, would you like to connect to Google search console? You click one click and it sets up your Google search console property for you. It also submits your homepage for indexing. And I tested this on my own website because I was like, this is nonsense. This is not going to work. And I, <laughs> and, and and I it, worked. it works. So I tested it and I was like, and I tested my, my, my website and it, and it wasn't on Google, you know, I used the search op- operator and it was like, no. And then the next day I tested it. And because I'd done the internal linking, because it only promises your homepage, but because I did the internal linking from my homepage, it indexed like a third of my site. 
within, oh. within the, like within a day. And like you and I both know that sometimes you can sit around waiting yeah. and waiting <laughs> to, yeah. show, to show on Google. And, and it did that. And I, and we basically have a, so there's like in the SEO comms thing, there's me and there's Morty Overseen and there's George Wynn, but we are like a tip of the iceberg. There are like, a hundred people in the Slack channel for Wix SEO. Oh. Yeah. Then they're all super hyped. So whenever we have a new rollout, like um, I think we had a, we, we had our, our new, we have a new panel where you can sort of edit lots of SEO things in one place so called the edit by page feature. And we roll that out and everyone's like, whoa, like, like fire emojis and like, uh-huh. yay. Um, and whenever we roll out a new, a new thing, it's just like, it's just like this, there's just a lot of energy behind it and everybody really loves it. So I think it's, um, I think the thing that, that really drives us is just keeping making it better. No CMS is perfect, but like, that's why SEOs do what we do. (laughs) Um, but like, we really, we really love like seeing the growth and just making, making things more awesome for, um, for Wix users and for the wider, the wider SEO space. So I think, um, you know, we're, we we recently launched um, uh, the SEMrush integration, and we launched our Google Search Console integration, and we were the first CMS to include to include a Google Search Console um, URL inspection API in the CMS. And those people were like, no. "Oh, is that going to be on some other play, some other ones, or whatever?" And I'm like, and I'm like, not yet, but like we should be pushing, like like the, we should be pushing for like better integrations. Like that's that's something that's really good, and like um, we have. Every Wix website comes with an SSL that that's part of the that's part of the the um that's part of the you know the fee or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's maintained, and you don't have to worry about those date oh. those times when like oh is the SEL SSL expired oh nobody remembers who who bought it and like yeah. those sorts of things you don't have to worry about that because it's already included. Um, and and yeah, I think there was Morty Morty posted something that was like oh how do you secure a Wix website? He was like buy a Wix website. Yeah, and And talking about security, so I guess it is not that easy to hack a a Wix website as it is, for example, to hack a WordPress site. I mean, like, uh, we don't, we have, we have a team of security experts who, who test and test and test and test and constantly test. Um, and, and we have, we, it's my understanding that we have a team that go around it. Like we have like people who we ask to try and hack us to try to, Uh but I'm not tempting anyone to do that, please like leave (laughs) us alone. Um, but, um, but it's something that we actively work, work at. Um, and we have, you know, we, we have our SSL, I think working in technical, technical SEO, I'm sure you know that like not every SSL is as good as it says it is like lots of people like, oh, we have an SSL we're secure. And I'm like, and then you look at the chain and the chain is a hot mess. And you're like, yeah. what is this? And what is that? And that doesn't even work. And this isn't even like, and this isn't like TLS, like whatever, whatever. And so mm-hmm. what we find is that, is that, you know, there's a, every, every Wix website is on an HTTPS. Um, all of our links are sorted for that. Um, uh, so you don't end up with like HTTP links from your other, other things. Um, and we have, we have security that's that is um, that is incredibly robust, and that we have a whole team of like world class uh, security folks working on the the security for for the entire network. Um, I think that's the other thing that that I I think is great about about my team is that we're it, it allows people like some of the people who are working on like the infrastructure for for Wix's networks um, for like the cloud infrastructure. So for instance, Wix engineering. Um, one of the proudest moments. I talk about this a lot, but it's but I just love it so much. It's at the beginning of the year, Amazon had a had an outage, and like a bunch of websites went down. But Wix's cloud infrastructure is built on a mul- multiple stacks. Uh-huh. So when the Amazon server went down, they just mo- moved it to Cloudflare, oh. <laughs> or they moved okay. it to Google Cloud, um, and like and like they just yeah they just moved it to the to the other one. So Wix users didn't even notice. So we have like ninety nine point nine eight up a percent uptime, and it's like something that the team is so proud of and they're they're really they're really proud of although they're trying to get it to 99.9 percent uptime um so i think that the best thing about that is i feel like we have we have you know over 200 million users and we are able to provide because because of that we're able to provide that level of expertise for lots of people at any like you know at any price point you know there's we have we have multiple price points for people for people and and you know people trying to do all of that all of that themselves 
um, with, with some other, other, you know, setups or whatever. It's trickier, you know, it's a, it's a Mm -hmm. lot trickier. Whereas like, you know, we have, um, we have, for instance, we have a lot of default structured structured data markup that that's included on on um, which yeah, websites. Yeah, that's what so, like, I wanted to ask. How how yeah. well that's schema? So yeah, so so you can do like so there's like a, there's like a default a default schema markup, for instance, for like blog posts, right? And it's like mm-hmm. a standard one, and it's and it's and it's got you know to pull out your title, your top image, and to pull out you know loads of different elements. But you can also add it, add to it. So you can so you can either modify the existing schema markup using uh-huh. some using some built-in variables, or you can write write your own um, either either within the within the um, the Wix SEO like pl- uh, not plugin but uh, I don't know window I guess I would say uh-huh. um, the Wix SEO tool. Or if you even want to get more more into it, you can go into you can use Velo and you can use um, and the Velo the Velo uh, schema markup is really really easy. We have a Wix, a- a- Wix SEO API um, mm-hmm. that helps you to use to use uh, use you know variables from from Wix SEO. So you can pull those things into into um, the Velo Dev mode, and then you can you can just go crazy like write up write whatever you like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done this in a few, few for a few different things, and it's been it's been a lot of fun because I just love schema markup. <laughs> okay, yeah. and you have like recently started the Weeks Learning Hub, uh, and I'm going to be one of the contributors to that as Yay! well, which I'm very happy about. I'm so happy. And you also launched the Weeks podcast, right? We do. We have a Weeks podcast. It's called Serps Up. And it is me and Morty overseen talking uh-huh. about all things all things search, and we have uh, weekly weekly features, and we have guests uh, who show up and give and and give the SEO magic um, yeah. uh, every week. So it comes out every Wednesday, and um, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a lot of fun to do, and it's a lot of fun to sort of get into sort of sort of search discussions and talk 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 about SEO. Yeah, sure. And how big is that team of like every? How many people do work uh, at Wix? Oh, the the whole the whole company. Like, yeah. Oh, so we're. I mean, we have. I, it's a big squad. The squad is big. I think. Um, I think there's like something like over five thousand. I think last time I checked. Oh. Yeah, it's, we're a big. We're oh. a big company. We do a lot of lot of stuff. Um. So oh. yeah, and and we like, and I think people are really people are really proud of the work the work that we do. Um. And really, we we just really want to do the best for our users. Really, I was talking to um someone in a like Wix. Wix user forum or Wix partners forum. Um, and they were like, oh, you know, you're, you know, your comms, this isn't your problem, somebody said. And I was like, it's we all care. <laughs> like, <laughs> we all care and we all work work across different spaces. So, so you know, it's really um it's all really, really important for us to make sure that that Wix works for Wix works for all our all our users and that we're that we're a positive space on the web. I think like the Core Web Vitals conversation, for instance. You know, Wix improved um, their performance by tenfold. Um, wow. You know, over the course of like a year, um, and and that really started driving the the conversation around around core web vitals and the responsibilities that um, that you know CMSs have for their users and for for the yeah, web. So. Yeah. You know, I, I sometimes people say, "Oh, we're faster." I'm like, it's better for everyone that everyone's fast. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, better for um, for the earth. <laughs> yeah, it's better for the earth. It's better for you know. Nobody wants to sit around waiting for a website to load. So we're so we we work really hard to make to make um make the web fast, make the web make the web a great experience for for our users and for the web at large. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so now I have a maybe a more personal question. What does your they look like like how many hours per day per week do you work what do you do like tell me everything oh gosh um okay i it varies it varies a lot so i i spend a lot of time um walking working with my team around um around you know thinking about how we can how we can best help users to understand how to make the most of wix and also how we can best help users to understand or and best help you know drive positive conversations around seo um uh, so i think one of the things we do with the hub is we try to make sure that we that we are getting you know um content that's expert led that's led by expertise rather than um rather 
rather than any, and it's not to say that like, you know, writing for keywords is, isn't a good thing. It totally, totally is. It's all, all good. And, and like, sometimes there re there's a reason why there's those keywords, right? Yeah. People are asking, they want something, they want to know something. And if you find a gap and you can fill that gap, that's fantastic. We also, but we also lean into a bit of expertise. So, so that's something that we really, that we really like to be able to do. Um, and that's something that we, we think is really, really important. Um, and then, and so I get to contribute to conversations around that. Um, I also, I have, um, I have a small boy, so I have to do the school run every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so I'll go and do the school run and then I'll come back and jump on a call with, um, you know, I'll jump on a podcast or I'll jump uh -huh. on a, you know, a call with, with, I don't know, someone in, in, in a different place. You know, I, I do work with, and I work with a lot of, a lot of, um, external teams, um uh so and where, where are you based in the uk i'm based in the uk yeah yeah okay. yeah and so i'll work with a lot of like i'll work with people like semrush um on different projects and i'm mm -hmm. um, doing some we're doing you're doing majestic as well the seo 2023 yeah yeah um yeah so we'll do a lot of things like that um and then i'll probably do do some writing i do videos um so making content around around making content around technical SEO. <laughs> but like, do you have your own channel or or on Wix? Do you mean on so Wix? I do stuff on Wix um, and I do stuff with, with stuff with partners and I have a few okay. and I, I have my own website as well. I tend to do more on more on Wix at, at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, have my, I have my own website as well. It's a Wix website. Thanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to like link it in the in the description. I will. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. And how do you stay up to date with what's going on in SEO? What's your secret sauce? <laughs> yeah, so I so we 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 discuss it a lot. I I'm I'm on Twitter a lot, so I tend to see I'll get a lot of my information from Twitter. I also there's some fantastic SEO newsletters. You have your own fantastic SEO newsletter. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um and I think that there's some fantastic SEO newsletters and I get a lot of news that way and I think a lot of people do. Um, and also, also I, as a, a member of the Women in Tech SEO Slack group, there's like, there's a lot of good information there. And I think I find it really useful. So I found something the other day that was a, that was a new, fairly new, it was a January mm -hmm. thing, I think, um, a fairly new, uh, meta tag for, for iframes. It was like an iframe yeah. that said, yeah, you know, you know the one I'm talking about? Like index, yeah, I, I think I know. index yeah. if embedded. Yeah. And um, and I found that in the Women in Tech SEO uh, and Tech SEO Slack group, I was looking for I was like, oh, iframe optimization, and I, I searched it and I found it, and it's really, oh. really interesting. So I think that um, that 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 Slack channel is a great a great opportunity to find um, find information about like new things that are happening, new developments in tech, new questions that people have as well. Um, and and I think that one of the things that's great about that community is there's there are there are literally some of the best SEOs in the world in that community who are women, but who are some of the best SEOs in the yeah. world. And I think that it's amazing um, to be to be a part of uh, be a part of that of that kind of community. And um, and it's yeah, it's good. Sure. And have you have you moved? Are you moving to Mastodon? <laughs> I I signed up on a Mastodon account, um, and I I think I've done a few. I've done a few toots. Um, oh yeah. What what are they called? Toots. Toots. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not a tweet, a toot. Um, yeah. So, so I signed, I signed up on it and um, Simon Cox and, um, and uh, J.R. Oaks, I think have been, have been looking after that, after that uh, channel and, and I'm grateful to them for doing that. Um, so I think I need to do, do a bit more on it, um, yeah. but I have set myself up just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same with me. I, I still like have, I don't have like I don't want to add another social <laughs> platform <laughs> to manage, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what what happens. Yeah. Uh, okay. What what else can I ask you? So, what do you think <laughs> is the area of SEO that is like uh, that would be that we should be focusing on more, and we aren't focusing on enough? So, at the beginning of the year, um, I. Did a, I did an article on visuals, visuals, or I did an, art, an article on um, on uh, SEO, te like technical SEO trends uh, for Moz. And in that, I I put, had a section on visual search, and I showed a picture of my teapot um, from my house, and how when I put the teapot sideways, it said one, you know, the tags thought it was one thing, and when I put it, you know, head on, the tags mm -hmm. said it was another thing. And in that, and and I got a really big response from that. And since then, I started talking about visual search quite a lot. 
um, across the, across the year. And, um, and it was, and that I thought more people would start talking about visual search after that. Um, but there's still not that much around uh-huh. visual search, which I think is really interesting because Google keeps at, keeps adding more and more elements for like more searchable elements. They now added, um, a, they've added like a, another tab within, uh, within, uh, Chrome where you can sort of search Google lens and then it pops out with a sidebar of yeah. a visual, of, you know, visual searches, um, within Chrome. And I started seeing, um, for instance, I saw, I've started seeing content, that was referenced in visual search or referencing images, seeing some impact from visual search as well. I think one of the things that SEOs are having a little bit of trouble with is like how to measure it. And, you know, if we can't measure it, it's very difficult. But um, one of the things I think is that sometimes people are looking in the wrong places. So I think a lot of people are expecting uh, traffic from Google Lens to be in organic, but actually I've only ever seen it in referral, which is really interesting. Uh Yeah. Um, and, and so I've seen a few people who have seen, seen traffic from that. Um, so I'm hoping to see more people talk about visual search. And I think that as we get more tools for, 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 um, for understanding it, I think it'll, will get better. Um, but yeah, I think that's something that I think people should be thinking about. It's something that Google are thinking about a lot. And Google have talked about it at, at every one of their major search events in the last sort of like one and a half, two years. And, I think that if we and and Google at their last um, their last big big event Google I/O they talked loads about images and they were saying oh we're making the search the search more visual and you know welcome they literally said the CEO literally said welcome to the age of visual search yeah we are now in the age of visual search <laughs> and I feel like SEOs could do with with leaning into that a little bit more and um, so be so be interested to see how much how much that um, that increases going forward. And um, I know there's a few other SEOs who are who are looking at this space, um, but I think I think at the moment where it's kind of a, like fingers crossed. <laughs> um, yeah. But but in in my in my experience, I think that there's I think that there's opportunities, and I think that there there are a few elements that you can think about with when when you're when you're selecting the images on your on your website, and when you're selecting um, when you're thinking about. Uh, how users are searching for content that can help you to perform with visual search going forward. I also think that like a lot of people don't realize that um, a lot of people don't realize that there are that, you know, which elements are searchable in Google within visual search. Um, And people don't realize that, you know, you can actually have an influence on the kinds of images that users are taking. And, um, and yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of opportunities. And I think it's the kind of thing where like, you know, if you have schema markup on, on a page and you've like really gone into like the schema and you've really done, done, done that a lot and there isn't a rich result for it. And then Google makes a rich result later and you're like, I already have it. I already did it. That's how I feel about visual search Uh right now. I feel like if you're making, if you're thinking about the optimizations now, then I feel like when, as, as it picks up and as it gets more, um, as it gets more traction, I think it's something that that will, um, will increase, uh, your, your SEO, uh, activity. Yeah. Okay. Great, 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 great tip. Great insight. So now it's time for you to give a shout out to someone in the SEO industry. So who should we be following? (laughs) Who should we be following in the SEO industry? Um, I think I would like to shout out uh, Chima Memje, um, uh-huh. who is a content writer um, and who who is um, the leader of the um, the uh, federation. What is it? It's the Freelancers Coalition for Developing Countries, and she's also speaking at Women in Tech SEO oh. uh, in in um, February, I believe it is. Uh-huh. Um, and and yeah, she's she's great. She's so clever. Um, she's so considerate, or she's she's so passionate about what she does. And I think that she's a, she's a great follow because she shares some really great tips. She's also like the main like the best thing on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, I <have laughs> follow her. Because I really it's like I'm not following her, and I don't know oh, why. Yes, please to... do, please do. She's fantastic. Um, yeah. and she's yeah, she's super smart, and she shares some great threads and some great information. And she's also somebody who's really active in the in the SEO community. So I do yeah. follow her. She's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, thanks. Okay, so where can people find you? People can Twitter? find me. Yes, they can find me on Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is Crystal on the Web, and um, you can also find me on on the Wix SEO Hub. So we do monthly webinars, and I am one of the hosts of the monthly webinars. Um, we have one coming up, and I'm not sure when this is going to go out, but we have one in December that's going to be I talking know. about. Yeah. 
Oh, that's okay. There's one in December that's happened that's talking about all of the different Wix Wix SEO things that we've that we've built and shipped and oh. um, uh, this year. So that's happening on um, that's happening on this the second Tuesday of December, and um, and will be will be available uh, on YouTube after, after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's so that's good. Um, and I yeah. So I host host a monthly webinar there. I also um host a, a weekly podcast. Um, I also write articles on the hub. So so there's a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. So and yeah, I go check out um Twitter. Check out the Wix SEO hub. I'm also on LinkedIn, and I also occasionally pop up on the uh, Wix the Wix TikTok channel. So oh. <laughs> you can see me there. Okay, well. yeah. But otherwise, to <laughs> to follow you. Yes. Okay. okay, Crystal. So thank you. Thank you very much for spending uh, this hour with me. I learned a ton and I think the audience learned a ton too. So thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you. So thanks everyone and see you in the next episode. Bye bye.